2: Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hello com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
3: Welcome back to Beck UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And it's time to talk about Sunday for Week 11. And let's stick in the AFC North, shall we? If the Bengals are out of this race, well, the Steelers and Browns certainly are alive. We are—we have a, basically a coin flip here. Browns are one-point favorites in this matchup between the two, with a total of just 33. Joe, what do you like here?
0: Yeah, uh, I wonder if this is going to flip, but I don't know it, that it would matter all that much. It's fascinating because you have the six and three Steelers with a negative 26 point differential here as, uh, as the one point okay. dog, 28th, 28th in the NFL. Yeah, they are at the near the very bottom there in net yards per play, but the Browns' offense was at the very bottom that was with Sean Watson, and that's been my opinion all week long on this. For this to move in one week, four and a half points from Watson to the backup. We were just talking about how much Burrow is worked to the point spread. And it's a minimum touchdown. That's what the elite guys are. What is Watson worth? A bad version of Watson. The four and a half? No, I don't think so at all. So I think the market is off here even though it is DTR and he went through his struggles. Keep in mind that that was against a Ravens defense better than the Steelers. Now, the Steelers are really good, but it is, you know, the Steelers on the road. It's it's not going to Pittsburgh in this spot. And we, we all are in agreement that the Browns defense is the best defensive unit in the NFL, and there's a, a bit of a gap, I would say. Maybe some would quibble with that and say, nah, you know, the Ravens are pretty close. They're probably second best. Ravens are the best, and they, they're they winning games with that defense. They need DTR to not turn the ball over like he did uh, when he was forced into action against the Ravens. Uh, the Browns have had a very difficult schedule. They've had the toughest schedule, according to DVOA, and they're still sitting 6-3 and three on the season, 4-1 and one at home. I think they win this game. So they're certainly going to cover. I'm not going to tease Pittsburgh. It's probably going to be a one-score, uh, one score divisional matchup, but the more and more I think about it, the stronger I feel. I like the Browns in the spot, guys.
1: Hmm. I may end up passing on this one. If anything, I would lean Steelers. I know it doesn't make sense that the Steelers have been outgained and they still find themselves in the position that they're in. I don't know how long that will continue. Maybe it's just the magical Mike Tomlin factor. Uh, maybe this is a game of you know who wins the turnover battle. Uh, you got to look at the interceptions. I mean, Kenny Pickett. It? It's hard to back him. I mean, I w- I can't say I want to back can he pick it with any type of confidence? Cause there are times that this offense just looks stagnant. So mm-hmm. if I had to bet, I would just bet Steelers plus one, just because I don't know how they keep doing it, but they do. Well, the pub-
3: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings. There's never been a better time to join T-Mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
3: Public well, certainly agrees with you, Aaron, uh, it's the most bet on team on bet MGM, uh, Steelers plus one here. I have originally, mm-hmm. I guess throughout the week, Joe, sort of also believed in this idea that, okay. You shouldn't be moving the point spread this much when Deshaun Watson wasn't that good uh, pretty much all season long. And even last year, like we haven't really seen him play that well in a Browns uniform, except really for the last game. Other than that, we haven't had too many shades of brilliance, if at all. So I don't think DTR should be that much of a drop-off to where the line is moving as much as it has. And so if that is my process, then yes, Browns are going to be the play. I think what's interesting, though, is that, okay, DTR is going to play. Doesn't mean that he's going to have to start the rest of the season. Like, you can just have him in this one game or part of a game and then never, ever do it again. That's possible. What also mm-hmm. I find interesting is that Joe Flacco is also working out for the Browns. And to me, this is the ultimate, okay, you're going to a veteran quarterback in terms of a safety net. Whatever you think of Flacco, you know, especially at his age right now, I almost feel like the move is some kind of an insight to where maybe there is just a lack. And look, the Browns should have a lack of confidence uh, given what Walker and to an extent DTR have done this year. But The fact that Flacco is being brought in almost seems to me like, I don't want to call it a moment of desperation because you have to do that but it does lead me to believe that there is a a slight level of panic. Do you have the same read?
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Like they've they've decided as an organization. Anybody but Walker? Isn't that what's happening right now? we've seen enough it's anybody but walker uh Mm -hmm. yeah mr (laughs) (laughs) let's let's get joe flacco let's have the is is he elite conversation once again that if you really Ah, know that (laughs) i'm having flashbacks just thinking about that like if you start
3: doing the eli manning thing like i'm gonna have to throw up
0: (laughs) (laughs) so okay so we've thrown out the idea that they just need a game manager and they can be okay and and I think they could make the postseason with that is Flacco their best option for a game manager like you think of some of the other names that have been out there and okay no turnover turnover machine we'll see what DTR is Walker's not gonna not gonna score enough points for them Flacco could be that can't he
1: yeah for sure mm. I mean
0: it's not good I, I, it's not a good option I mean we're in the how many quarterbacks have played this year like 50 Like, this is where we're at.
1: I don't hate it. You might as well, because if they think, you know, they have something and they don't want to fall off a cliff and DTR is just not the answer, then they got to have a backup plan and be prepared. So at least they're doing that with an insurance policy with a veteran quarterback who should be, should be a game manager.
3: It is an element of due diligence. That's fine. But the fact that it's him That puts a little panic in my heart as far as a team I think can make the playoffs. But let's see what DTR can do against a really good Steelers defense. In fact, when we're talking about props in this game, Joe, uh, I've got DTR over 18 and a half rushing yards at minus 120. I think he can evade a couple of uh, blitzers and be able to move the sticks a couple of times. Wouldn't take a whole lot, I think, for him and his athleticism to be able to get to 19 rushing yards. How about some kicking props, too, in this game? Huh? This is what we've come to know, right? Dustin Hopkins over kicking props. Let's do it.
0: That's a good look. That makes sense. I mean, that's the story that the the, uh, very low total, which might set a record in last decade or so. That's the story we're being told that. Okay. Yeah. You'll get some field goals and, and who knows? Touchdowns will be limited. I wouldn't do any type touchdown (laughs) scores. Uh, Not in this one guys, but yeah, no kicking field goal props. that, That makes sense to me.
3: Good deal. Good deal. How about we move on to the Bears and the Lions? Detroit's a seven and a half point favorite with a total of 48. Joe, are you embracing the Justin Fields return?
0: Oh, yeah, because that means Tyson Bajant is not going to be on the field. So that's that's a pretty good thing. That's a step up for the Bears. And no, I mean, the betting market is buying into this, too. I'm not saying the public, I'm saying the betting market, the ones that are betting uh, much more money because this thing touched 10 early in the week and we're sitting at seven and a half, which is now put it in that teaser range. A lot of people are going to tease the Lions. I am not going to be one of them. Uh, let's not forget before Fields went down to that injury, what we were seeing from him. He got hurt in the Vikings game, which is a month ago now. So you've got it takes a minute to think back. But the, the last full game we saw, That was that Thursday night game at Washington, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Before that, a 335 passing yard game from him. It was eight touchdowns, one interception over those two games before he was hurt in the middle um, against the Vikings. So let's not put Fields in this box like he's just god-awful. I mean, we've seen plenty of god-awful this season. And Fields is not that bad. The QB2 for the Bears, he would fit into that category. So I think this one's going to be interesting. Uh, Part of the reason the Lions are so public is because all they do is cover point spreads. And they love to bet on Jared Goff at home, and I get why. Because his stats are so much better when he's in a controlled environment. And the, the issue can be later in the year when you move him outside. But this one's at home, and the Lions have dominated the division. This is 11 straight covers now, guys. They're going further, 12th. Straight cover in the division, which is just insane. That's an insane run that they're on right now. I think we're getting enough evidence now where we can say that the reputation of the Lions defense doesn't meet reality. The number of times that they have been lit up. Now, I'm not saying the Bears' offense is top half in the league because they clearly aren't, but they are improving. They have a strong run game. Uh, This Lions defense gave up 38 to the Chargers a couple weeks ago, 38 to the Ravens. They gave up 24 to the Panthers. You can put up some points, and for them to lay a monster number in a divisional matchup, Eileen Bears, guys, I would not tease the Lions. The the Bears can hang around, make this a one-score game, and then they're going to be live at the end.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I am going to stick to props here you mentioned. Jared Goff and how good he's been lately you you can still find the 267 and a half on his passing prop 333 272 284 353 I mean he is going over that on a regular basis and the Bears ranked 28th in defensive DVOA one of my favorite things to do is find bad defenses and a quarterback and look <laughs> at their prop and I think Jared Goff is good look this week
3: my only concern there, Aaron, would just be game script. Like, if they do go nuts here, then mm. how much will they really be passing? That would just be my one question because there is a path, there I think a can path, still go over that.
1: I think you okay. can still no, go that, over that early. Yeah. I'm not no, worried fair. about that, that they're just going to run the ball and he won't be passing maybe towards the end right. of the game. But 267.5 is still pretty low. If it was in the 300s, mm. I would be more concerned.
3: No, and that's fair. Like, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks absolutely dominate competition and go over 300 many times this year. I mean, many times because all the offense. Goff has. I, I do at think at that's. Least, yeah. Yeah, I, I think there, there's something fair there. So that's cool. Um, I mentioned yesterday that what's impressed me the most about Jared Goff, that he has not done all season long is play well under, or all career long, rather, is play well under pressure. The numbers really back that up. Success rate for him under pressure is close to 40%. That's the highest for him since at least 2018. Completion percentage over expected 3.4%. That's number one for any season of his. And the whole Justin Fields thing is, okay, yes, he is better and he's not the worst quarterback out there. That's established. But I wonder if this is just a time when the Lions defense will come out to shine and absolutely dominate a quarterback who may not be using his feet as much as he normally would. I think too many things point in the Lions direction for me. The public certainly agrees. They're backing them. Second most bet on team uh, per MGM. And I love them so much, guys. I think I'm going to make this my alternate spread of the week. Um Lions minus 10 and a half. Let's go Detroit. I don't care. It's a divisional game. Detroit's going nuts. Detroit minus 10 and a half, Joe.
0: All righty. All right. I think Fields will use his legs. Remember, it's a thumb injury that kept him out for a month. So he's going to have to. Uh, This is a David Montgomery revenge spot. Bears are really mm-hmm. good against the run. I mean, EPA per rush, it would suggest that they're actually elite against the run, just as good as the Bucs. The numbers are are just about that even. Montgomery's plus 105 to score a touchdown. Me, th- I prefer to do that over the 48 and a half rushing yards. That's interesting. Uh, 48 and a half for Montgomery. Uh, Gibbs rushing yards is 41 and a half, even though the Bears are so stout against the run. Uh, that's an interesting... Uh, matchup there. another one is sweat has been really good, man. He's come in and made an impact right away. So they're going to have that matchup with Sewell. That's going to be fascinating to watch two games. Sweat has 10 pressures. So, so he's certainly uh, done his job and, And we'll see this turnaround by the bears defense. Is it about the secondary finally getting healthier? Is it about the addition of sweat? Is it about softer competition? A lot of those questions are going to be answered because you are facing for sure. Top 10, arguably top five offense in this one.
1: Joe, are you going to look at Justin Fields rushing props? 48 and a half.
0: No, that's a, bit much but yeah i mean he has the ability to break off a 30 35 yarder but 48 and a half is kind of like that range it's a little bit too high for me i would Mm -hmm. okay it's a large spread you guys think that the lions are going to run away with it bears are trailing throughout i would look at the field's passing what is it 203 204 somewhere in that range and the last couple times we saw him he, he passed with some success
3: that's also why I think he'll record an interception because game script will mm-hmm. require him to pass a good bit more. And I do like this lion's defensive unit a good bit. Yeah. It has been a little inconsistent at times, but if you know, he has to pass, I think that makes life a lot easier.
1: I mean, yeah. he's almost minus gone over that every time he's hit the field. That's really low. It's yeah, mm-hmm. a good minus point. 165.
0: Yeah. Minus minus one sixty-five Minus one sixty five for an interception. So that, that makes sense. I mean, there are times this coaching chef does not like fields and there are times that game script <coughs> forces them to pass but sometimes they don't have him pass it's like what are you guys doing here come on
1: <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> universally hated it's wonderful this is back daily presented by Ben MGM. coming up next the amc south race is tightening up between the texans and jaguars both teams in action as favorites we'll also look at the cardinals texans and so much more right here on the BQL Network. or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining One Three Plus.